Possible. It's... it's... Incredible. Hello? Today is a great day in the history of telekinetic research. We finally got our hands on a subject that can physically teleport. The third T. Hello, can you hear me? We can hear you. Kendra, can you hear us? Where am I? I want my mommy, please! It's alright, Kendra. You're still in the facility. This is all just part of the game. I told you we're just playing. Doctor, uh, how are we going to get her back? Shut up. We don't want her to find out that she's somehow wound up on the other side of the planet. Padaki would blow a gasket if he knew our experiment led to this. Not that his opinion matters anymore anyway. Doctor? Let's see if we can get her to just teleport back. I mean, she made it to Germany, so theoretically, returning should be just as easy. <clears throat> Kendra, now it's time to come back exactly the same way you got there. Close your eyes and... Think of being here. I can't. You have to. Think of your mom, and your dad, and your dog Buster. Buster? Yes, Buster. He's all better now. He's been asking for you. Just imagine coming back to us. You can do that, can't you? I... I don't know. It's just a game. Kendra, remember that. It's just a game. Now imagine you're here. See it. Feel it. Focus on us here. Kendra, when I count to three, you will be back here with us. One. Two. Three. Doctor, something's happening. Subject has left target location. I repeat, subject has left target location. See? She should be here any second now. Doctor, where is she? I... I don't know. That's it, Michael. Keep going. I am. Come on, Michael. Nearly there. Yes. Well done, Michael. Good job. Now bring both of the bowling balls back to the green line. Okay. That's the easy part. What's the matter, Michael? Where's Kendra? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Where's Kendra? She's gone! Fargo Productions presents... Lucidus Somnia Starring... Maya Doliel as Kendra Nichols Alistair Cato as Michael Fahm and Vinay P. Nariani as Dr. Sanjay Padaki. Created and written by Rick DeBarros.
Season 1, Episode 4. Dr. Padaki. Hmm? Dr. Blakely. I'm glad I found you. Have you seen Kendra? Why would I have seen Kendra? She's your patient now. She's missing. How long? Not long. How long? Half an hour. What? We'll find her. How did this happen? There are surveillance cameras covering every square inch of this facility. Well, good news and bad news, I'm afraid. Spit it out. The good news is that Kendra can now physically teleport herself from one location to another. What? Yes, Padaki, teleportation. All through the power of thought. The third T. We were remote viewing with a target in Germany when boom! She teleported right there in the room with him. My God. <laughs> Freaking teleportation. Isn't that great? Remarkable. You said that she's missing. Where is she now? That's the bad news. We tried to get her to come back. She dematerialized. But we're not exactly sure where she landed. What? I checked with security. But she hasn't appeared on any footage since the start of the experiment. I knew something like this would happen. Kendra is too young for these types of experiments. We've got to find her. Now! Here is the part of the tape right after she dematerializes from the feed in the test room. Seconds later, she reappears in the German feed. There, see? She dematerializes from Germany to... Who knows where? Regrettably, so. This is unreal. I've got to phone her parents. Like hell you will. Come again? I said like... Oh, I heard you, Blakely. I just refuse to believe that you would be stupid enough to let words like that come out of your mouth. I am your superior, and She's when their daughter, Blakely. We don't know enough yet to risk getting her parents involved. They have a right to know she's missing. She could turn up any second now, and they would have been worried for nothing. She's not a set of missing keys. And then there's the matter of security clearance. You don't even have the authorization to know any of this. I'm telling her parents, Blakely, and there's nothing you can say or do that will stop me. Padaki, you know it's too risky. You can't say anything. Then fire me. Sue me. Take everything I have. Smear my name in the media for all I care. But right now, we have a little girl who's lost. And God knows where. If you had listened to me in the first place, none of this would have happened. It's a good thing I didn't listen to you. Sure, it may look bad now, but when Kendra finds her way back, we'll have someone in our facility who can actually teleport. This is something we've both wanted for decades. Do you know what we can accomplish after she learns how to control it? You're one heartless bastard, Blakely. Once Kendra gets back safely, I quit. Dr. Padaki, I... Sorry, I, I didn't realize you were in a meeting. It's fine. Go ahead. I need you to go in Michael's room right away. Is something wrong? He's been crying like crazy for the last half hour saying that Kendra's gone. Have you been mentioning Kendra to Michael? We agreed they would never find out about each other. No! I, I never said anything to him! How about you, Padaki? Been sharing more classified information? No such thing occurred, Blakely. The truth is, they found each other. Found each other? Yes, found each other. As you know, Kendra already exhibits telepathy. But she and Michael have a bi-directional link that none of us can control. What? How long have you known this? Since Michael's first day at the facility. And you hid this for over a year? I didn't hide anything. I handed everything that pertained to my experiments over to you. Sorry, it's my pager. Doctor, I really need you in Michael's room. Go ahead, Padaki. We'll finish this conversation later. 
Come in. Padaki. I won't stay long. I just wanted to let you know that I spoke with Kendra's parents. They're on their way here now. How are they taking it? How would you be taking it? I guess not well. Is that a hint of remorse I hear? You only usually care about testing your hypotheses. I'm good at what I do because I approach science using logic and not emotion. As should you. The moment feelings become a factor, then the science becomes secondary. No apology then. I will never apologize for the way I do my job. But I won't lie. I never meant for this to happen. And the more I think about it, you were right all along. We have the right subject, but this definitely wasn't the right time. She is too young. Mm. Oh, he misses her so much. We all do. It's been two weeks. Still, no one's seen her. I'm sorry, Sandra. I should have listened to you. This whole thing is my fault. She wanted to come here, Kenneth. <laughs> A girl as determined as Kendra always gets what she wants. That's how I know she'll find her way back to us. We'll keep coming back every day. Until... Until she comes home. This place isn't home. As soon as she comes back, we're getting her the hell up out of this place. Michael, I'd like you to try and push this ball for me. Just like you did last week. It's not working. Keep trying. Remember... It sometimes can take a while. It's still not moving! <sighs> he hasn't been able to move anything since Kendra disappeared two weeks ago. I'm not surprised. You think they might have some sort of a link? Could be. But then how was he able to move things before he knew she existed? Doc? Yes, Michael. I miss Kendra. She'll be back, Michael. I promise. Now try one more push for me, and then we'll call it a day, okay? It's moving! Kendra! Buster! What's the matter, Buster? He's excited about something. Kenneth! Sandra! Is there any news? Yes. Kendra's back. Safe and sound. What? Is she okay? Yes. She reappeared in the exact same place she disappeared from. She's asking for you. Yes. And you too, Buster. They're moving her to one of the medical rooms, but you'll be able to see her right away. She's sleeping again. She's lucky. Missing for two whole weeks and returned in perfect health. Not even hungry or dehydrated. I wonder who fed her. How she kept clean. Hopefully, she'll be able to tell us, eventually. Do you think she'll ever be able to remember, Doctor? Hard to say. Right now, she doesn't remember much of the last year, let alone where she's been for the past two weeks. The brain can block traumatic experiences, especially at such a young age. But sometimes memories come back, right? <sighs> sometimes. But this isn't exactly a textbook case. Kenneth, Sandra, look... I can't apologize enough for what happened. 
I should have told you earlier what was going on, but I couldn't. In fact, even I didn't know the specifics of Dr. Blakely's experiments. She's safe now. That's the main thing. But neither of us wants that Dr. Blakely anywhere near Kendra ever again. Yeah, and we're taking your advice. We're taking her out of this program. Now that Blakely knows that Kendra can teleport, we might be past the point of getting her out of here. Say what now? She's our child. I'm sorry. They've been looking for someone like Kendra for decades. I don't care. She's coming home with us. But there's got to be a way to get her out of here. What if she somehow lost her memory longer term? You said there was a chance her memories would come back. Oh, there is. But Kendra is already suffering from dissociative amnesia. What if it ended up being more severe? You mean her amnesia could get worse? If we did it the right way. Doc, you're not making any sense. What if I began to block her memories from coming back through hypnosis? If I start now while she's asleep, I could potentially block anything we don't want her to remember, starting with the gifts that brought her here in the first place. But then what? People would assume it's just an extension of her amnesia. And if she's unable to access her gifts, she'd be of no further use to Dr. Blakely. So he'd leave her alone? I could get behind that. <laughs> I think we all could. And if I could give you some advice... As soon as she's discharged, get as far away from this place as you can. But what if something goes wrong? I'll follow you to wherever you call home next. I'll set up a private practice nearby. That way, I can continue to ensure she grows up safely with no memories of being here. You do that? Indeed. I asked you to put her in this program. It's the least I can do. But this program you created, this was your dream. Which turned into my nightmare. This place is a little too corrupt for my taste. You can say that again. But wouldn't there be a big hole in her childhood? Hypnosis is a powerful thing. We can create a new childhood for her. One that doesn't include this facility. But I would need to start now. Honey? Yeah, do it. You're sure? If it gets her out of here, then yes. The date is Thursday, March 7, 1991. You are safe. You are surrounded by love. Kendra, on the count of three, you will be back in the present day in my office. One, two, three. Kendra, sweetheart. Mom. Dad. Doc. Thank you. We've got you, honey. Kendra, you've just undergone two and a half days of intense hypnotherapy and relived some very traumatic events. Are you sure you're okay? You know what, Doc? You'd think I'd have a million questions, but now that I remember everything, I realize just how many questions I used to have. Suddenly, my whole life makes so much more sense. I'm so relieved. There's just one thing I don't understand. Some of those memories... They weren't mine. I wasn't there. Memory transference allowed me to fill in a few of the gaps for you. Like a Jedi mind trick? <laughs> I designed the hypnotherapy in preparation for this day. I'm just glad it worked as planned. And we have you to thank. Me? Yes, Kendra. You. Had you not somehow appeared in the past with this quantum physics book, I would have never known you were going to somehow leave the facility. 
I suppose you could say you created your own destiny. Do you really think I somehow time traveled? Kendra, I've had this book for almost 10 years. There's no other explanation for a book that was copyrighted in 1990 and checked out to you in 1991 to exist way back in 1980. Your parents and I have known March 4th of this year was going to be a pivotal day. And when you had your first dream of the facility a month ago, we knew then that you were starting to awaken, so to speak. No wonder they were freaking out the past few weeks. What I went through back at that facility, uh, you saved me. You gave me a normal life. We had to make some very tough decisions while you were growing up, and by the looks of it, we still have a lot of work to do. Doc, what about Michael? Ah, yes. The matter of a certain Michael Farm. Honestly, Kendra, I don't know whether to rejoice or be afraid. Afraid? We don't know his story yet, Kendra. I have no idea what happened to him after I left the facility. He could be a friend, or Blakely might have sent him here to find you. No, Doc. I've always been able to read people's intentions. Michael's pulling his own strings. Mm. The timing is just suspect. You should have seen Blakely's face when he found out you could teleport. Throw in time travel? There are a lot of people who would do anything to have you under their control. Michael's not one of them. For the sake of everything good, I hope you're right. I often wondered what happened to that poor boy after I left. <laughs> I'd love to see him after all these years. I'm glad you and your parents worked things out. I kept calling, but your mom said you were fine. Oh, yeah, we're all fine now. Things were just so bad at home, we decided to have all-day family counseling with Doc. Well, I'm glad he sorted it out. And no more dreams? Yeah, all gone. Turns out I fell on a playground when I was 4 and was in a coma for a bit, and my parents felt guilty all these years and never told me. The dreams were just my subconscious dealing with it. That's wild though. And your doctor's name was Michael Fom. I know, weird, right? Seeing the new kid must have brought something back. Triggered all the weirdness. What a coincidence though. That sixth sense of yours never ceases to amaze me. Tell me about it. Maybe I should take up tarot card readings. <coughs> you all right? You've been coughing all morning. Uh, I don't know. I just woke up feeling a little <coughs> Jesus, Mac? Uh, I'm okay. You sure? Yeah. But speaking of Michael Fom, there he is. Again with that camera. Again? Yeah, he's been taking pictures of the sky for 2 days now. <coughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Look. I'm starting to feel worse. I'm I'm going to head to the nurse's station to see if they have anything for a cold. You sure you shouldn't just go back home? Uh, I don't know. <coughs> Maybe Uh, I'll see you in study hall. Yeah, see ya. <coughs> I swear to God, I'm like the worst liar on the planet. <sighs> I don't even know if she bought it, but she was probably too sick to even notice. Guess I should go talk to Michael. Hi, Kendra. You're back. Yeah, yeah, I am. 
are are you okay? <sighs> yes, and I remember you now. Uh, hi. I think I need to see one of the nurses. Oh, all right, but let me guess. Coffin, sore throat, body aches, and really bad headache. Uh, yeah. How do you... Because you and a whole lot of your friends have already been through here with the same symptoms. And it's not even eight o'clock yet. At this rate, it looks like half the school has it. It? Yep. Looks like the flu season has officially been extended into March. What's your name, sweetie? Mackenzie Reynolds. And after I got back from wherever I was, Doc started hypnotherapy on me, which is how I ended up forgetting everything. Man, this is like a lot of closure all at once for us both. Can you imagine what it was like being six and having your only friend disappear? So even now, you don't know where you were all that time? No idea. I guess those memories are still buried somewhere. And you've been Doc's patient since you left? I see him at least once a week. Sometimes twice, if the parents are getting on my nerves. Which reminds me, he said he'd like to see you. Do you want to stop by his office after school today? It's not that far from here. Sure. That'd be great. But I have to ask you, does Dr. Blakely know you're here? Hell no. I got out a year after you did. Doc sat me down on his last day and told me that he was leaving. He said that Dr. Blakely would be taking over. He could tell that I was scared of Blakely. So Doc said that if I wanted to leave the facility, all I had to do was forget. I didn't know what that meant right away, but it made sense once Blakely took over. So how did you get out? Well, Doc explained that you weren't going to be able to communicate with me anymore because you had lost your memory. So I followed your lead and slowly started to forget too. Of course, I was only pretending though. And it worked? Well, like I said, it took a year, but after Blakely had no use for me, I was released and went straight into foster care. But what about your dad? There was a reason he never visited me at the facility, Kendra. Turns out he never got over my mom's death. In the end, the booze took him not long after you left. I'm so sorry. No one at the facility even told me. Dr. Blakely thought it would interfere with his research. That's inhumane. Yeah. But in the end, I was placed in a good home. My foster dad, Rick, eventually adopted me, so it all worked out. You've got to meet him. He is such a cool guy. And he has to meet you because I've talked about you nonstop for years. I'd like that. You know what's weird? This week is the first time we've ever seen each other in person, but I already knew what you looked like. I know, right? And it almost feels like no time has passed since we last spoke. But speaking of your dad, this may sound strange, but I can usually tell when someone's not telling the truth. And something's a bit fishy here. I... (laughs) Alright, you got me. Your dad's not here on business, is he? Nope. My dad is all the way out in Chicago. So you're staying with relatives? No. I go home to Chicago right after school every day. (laughs) Come on, Michael. Be serious. (laughs) I am. How? Same way you were in that facility one second and in Germany the next. Huh? And that is the first period bell. Guess we better go. Want to have lunch later? Uh, sure. Dewan? Hey, Mac. What's up? I was just going to ask you the same thing. (laughs) Haven't been feeling well since this morning. (coughs) 
It's getting worse. Same. God, it feels like I've been hit by a bus. You're telling me. Looks like more and more people are getting sick. What do you think's happening? I don't know, but something's definitely not right. <sighs> Time is a human construct. Conceived by the primitive man who fell victim to the illusion that his present was nestled between events that happened in the past and those yet to occur in the future. Hmm. Heavy. Kendra, are you there? Michael, is that you? Kendra, can you hear me? Right. Telepathy. <laughs> but can I still do it? Michael, is that you? Kendra, there you are. Oh my god, I can't believe I can still actually do this. Just like old times. I know, right? Do you happen to be near a window facing the east courtyard? Yeah, why? Look at the sky. Do you see anything strange? Not really. Just a few contrails. Is there something I should be seeing? Just keep that image in mind. I have something to show you at lunch. Lunch? Come on. That's hours away. See you in public speaking. <laughs> Rude. So, I'm just gonna come out and ask. Yes, I moisturize. Uh, that's not what I was gonna ask. <laughs> yes. I really do teleport to and from school every day. But how? I only pretended to lose my memories, remember? As I got older, I got better with the three T's. In fact, I've lived a pretty interesting life, if I do say so myself. How so? Mainly, sticking my nose where it doesn't belong. Of course. And getting myself into trouble. <laughs> what sort of trouble? I had computers in my spare time, Kendra. And there are some pretty nasty people out there. The two things don't really mix in a positive sense. I've been able to get my hands on some pretty incriminating information over the years, but I can't do much with it. I mean, who'd believe a 15-year-old kid? Right. Have you found any others? Like us? No. But statistically, they've got to be out there. They either don't know it yet or have just learned to suppress it. I don't blame them. I mean, how different our childhoods would have been. But why us? Ugh, I wish I knew. I didn't choose this. That's what makes it so challenging. I've been a loner all my life, never fitted in anywhere. Part of me is okay with that, though. I've always been a bit of a nonconformist. Do you think I'll ever get all of my abilities back? You're already halfway there. You and I already being able to communicate telepathically is proof of that. And then there's the matter of you somehow bending time and space to go back in time. Yeah, but that was a total fluke. I didn't control that. Let's test it out. Here. An apple? I just ate. No. Try moving it without touching it. Here? In front of everyone? Kendra, no one is paying attention. Try it. Okay. Does that mean I fail? No, it means you're doing it wrong. Oh, thanks. Try again. This time... Just focus on the apple and command it where you want it to go. Don't think of driving it like a car. Tell it where you want it to be. Okay, take two.
the apple. Did... Did I do that? You have been listening to Lukidusomnia, a podcast created and written by Rick DeBarros. It starred Maya Doliol as Kendra Nichols, Alistair Cato as Michael Pham, and Vinay P. Narayani as Dr. Sanjay Padaki. It featured Maganda Marie as Mackenzie Reynolds, Gary Gibbs as Kenneth Nichols, Sheila Morris as Sandra Nichols, Dave Lee as Dr. Conrad Blakely, Blair Green Osako as Young Kendra, Kip as Young Michael, Jared J. Lee as Dewan Coleman, Chelsea Krause as Additional Voices, AJ O'Shea as Additional Voices. The theme song was composed by Yakov Svechkovich. Copyright 2023, Bargo Productions. More information about Bargo Productions can be found online at bargoproductions.com. That's B-A-R-G-O productions.com.